the, before the Mitzurim begin afflicting the Jewish people, so they're, they're kind of scared into it by the king. The king tells the, his nation, they're, they're very new, the new Jewish people are, are extremely numerous, and uh, there's going to be a war, they're going to join our enemies, then they're going to leave, or they're going to cause us to leave. So he basically scared the nation into, into uh, afflicting the Jews and, uh, and oppressing them. I don't know, was it a legitimate fear? So you have to wonder, why would we have to know why they did it? And why does the Khalans have to go out of the way to teach us why the Egyptians were doing what they were doing? One way to say it is that that perhaps it's to show that it was that it was not natural. It wasn't that it was miraculous. It it wasn't how naturally we would expect things to go, as related to the Egyptians. And it was clearly the hand of Hashem bringing the affliction and the hatred towards the Jewish people. That's why we were told the reason, which was didn't make sense compared to how the, the Jewish people were perceived uh, in the eyes of the Egyptians and their relations with them, their relationship with them, and so on. It just didn't, it wasn't rational at the time. To show that it was just a xera from Hashem, there was no, there's no foundation besides for Hashem's fulfilling the decree that they were going to be enslaved in the Mitzrayim. Otherwise, I'm not sure why they would be. We'd have to know what what the why they chose to 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 enslave the Jewish people. What did the pesukim say about it? This says, "Behold, the nation of the Jewish people is, I guess, uh, Rav. I guess would say would, would say is uh, large in numbers, Vatsum and maybe powerful." Uh, than us. Were they more Jewish people than Egyptians, or just they were growing in numbers where it became a threat? Doesn't we see? I mean, is that what the partial tells us about what happened? Right, they were they were multiplying in a, in a miraculous way or in a natural way. So they were many many Jewish people. Right. Uh-huh. We're saying that's that's why I said One is numbers and one is power. Right. So you're saying they they had political power and that was threatening to the Egyptians. That was good by the numbers. They go hand in hand. Well, in a democracy, they go hand in hand. I don't know if over there they go hand in hand. So, but, so if they were living under the king, under Pharaoh at the time, it didn't matter what the numbers were. Right. But he still, kill them all. Right. right but, it, but, saying, but in theory, if they decide to form their own army, if they decide to, to, you know, to, to rebel against the king, you know, they'll have a problem on their hands. But if he killed them all at the same time, he, that's what they're concerned. They're concerned that it's going to come to a point where they can't kill them all at the same time because there'll be too many of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, it's kind of giving us Mizachas Kos and Mitzrayim. Like, like, you know, like, like the difference between like Moab and Midian. You know, Moab was, had a justification of uh, 
preparing because they were threatened. Right. So they were not seen as bad. So maybe in this sense, like, they had a, a, a natural cause for mm. concern, so it, in right. a way, it's, softens the criticism. If we could soften the criticism against the Egyptians, because there was, there was uh, on some level, a, a threat that they were, a true threat that they were responding to. I'm just going to finish reading the Psukim at the request of Rabbi Jason. It says, Hovan Ishak Molo, let us be wise against them, or like, you know, apply some kind of strategy. Pen your bed, lest they multiply and it will come to be, Kisikrenu Milchama, if a war takes place, Venosaf Gamhu also Neinu, and the Jewish people will join our enemies, Venil Chambonu, and wage war against us, and then either, then it either means the Jewish people, will leave the land, or it means they'll cause us to leave our land. Just saying, they, they are, we, have a peop, we have a nation among us that it's not, it's not really part of us, it is operating as a separate entity, and therefore at a time of war, they might take the other side and, and, uh, and beat us at the war. I don't know if this answers your question, but in a way, it's sort of the pro- prototype for all the anti-Semitic rhetoric that the Jewish people have ever seen. I don't know why that's important for us to know what they're saying about us, but this is sort of a blueprint for it, for all history. Right. Right. I think that's right. So we, we kind of understand, so we were being taught to, to understand how we might be perceived so we could uh, adjust that, so we could adjust ourselves to understand that this is actually something that they might think. Right. Right, and which really, in terms of a strategy, it gives us a way to deal with that threat instead of having them deal with that threat. If we know that this is a way that the non-Jews that we live amongst tend to perceive us, then we could solve that problem before them, and then they don't have to solve it for us. For example, you're, like Michal was saying, they took positions... Well, uh, 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 in the name of the Medrash, Michal was saying that they, they took uh, positions of uh, political, political power and leadership, uh, which causes them to feel threatened. So if we know that that causes them to feel threatened, we really should stay away from that. And it didn't help when they said that we were running the world. <laughs> when no one knew about it, we were under, un, behind everything, and uh, we were controlling through, when they saying that maybe there is no way to, to solve that truly, but but it doesn't, it doesn't help if we're in positions well, we of right. But it doesn't help if we're in actual positions of power and we're perceived to be doing things that undermine the country. That's that's for sure true. Uh, well, that's really kind of what where I was going, where Joshua was going here. That understanding the root of something uh, gives you the ability to deal with it in alternative ways, especially a true, or a father that says with the eight or horror. So he said, at the root of most evil things is actually a, a, a legitimate problem or a legitimate need. And it's just being uh, responded to the wrong way. It's being, uh, it's being, it's being uh, dealt with uh, in an evil way as opposed to a righteous way. But the, 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 the root cause is, is valid. Yeah, the root cause is valid. 
uh, and as a strategy to deal with the Yetzirah, I think it's an incredible strategy. Instead of going to war time and time again and winning some and losing some and having that war over and over again here, just address the root cause and, uh, and be done with once and for all. It's, uh, I try to read some examples, but uh, I think it's, it's quite evident that that's the way to go. Right, if, a person, if a person, for example, is, is under pressure to provide for their, for their family, and uh, they don't have enough money, and they're tempted to you know, round some corners and cheat and steal a little bit and not be a little bit so honest and not, and not be completely honest in their dealing. So the, the, the thing that they're trying to satisfy or the, 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 the impetus is actually a very, a very noble and valid cause. And he's trying to do his job and taking care of his family. He carries it out in a way that's, that's wrong. But the, the root what's pushing him to do the wrong thing is actually the right thing. He's trying to do the right thing the wrong way. Uh, a person of acknowledges that's okay, so you have to find the right way to do the right thing. Or do the right thing, to do the right thing, to bring about what, that which he's trying to accomplish. The thing is, same thing with every, most of the people, they're very rarely you'll find something in the world that's wicked, throughout, from top to bottom, all the way to its core. But most wicked things that you'll find in the world are, are good at their root, that uh, a, a true need and a true desire for the good that comes out in a bad way. Here, a young girl wants to get an abortion. Yes, it's evil for her to have an abortion now, but, but why does she want an abortion? Because she, she wants a chance to live a full life. It's not the, you know, she, it turns out she has the baby now at 16, her, her life is going to take a specific path that uh, maybe is not going to be so good for her. So she's tempted to do the wrong thing in order to get an outcome that's, that's truly ideal for her and desirable. And that's why she shouldn't have gotten pregnant. But, but uh, the, what's, gonna put, what's pushing her to do the wrong thing is actually a valid and noble and, 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 and noble causes, and that's why she, yeah. So identifying that, the, the, the solution for something like that would be to help her find and accomplish that which she's trying to accomplish without, without doing, the, without doing the, the wicked thing that she was intending to do. So that's an example of how we, by identifying what's at the root of a desire to do the wrong thing, a person could do the right thing and still take care of that which he was trying to take care of in the first place. That's, I think. What's the right thing? So I think so. That's what I said. Over here, it's unclear. We have, we have, we have, we have two. We have two two approaches. One way we could say, like Rabbi Josh was saying, they were trying to protect themselves. Politi- uh, uh, militarily, saying they they were facing some level of threat. Above the Jewish people, but here, the, with, and and the truth, which was right, if they, if the Jewish people had kept multiplying in that ratio, and become a majority and become more powerful than the Egyptians, and they were a threat of being taken over, perhaps the Jewish people would have taken them over, and it would have been bad news. So he's saying, so as a political, or as as the king of that country, a person responsible for the well-being of the citizens of his, of his citizens. 
So it's his job to make sure that they won't be threatened in that way. But he's, he wasn't protecting the, the, the Mitzray. He was protecting his own political power. Right, he was protecting so, his... So it would seem to me that his basic root is not... Right, know, right, that's what I'm saying. It's all positive. Right, right, so I, I, that's what and I agree. I, it's and see, with the, same thing with the abortion issue, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying it's it's inconvenient for them to take care of a baby now. But I'm saying, but the truth is, the truth is that even that, it's on some level they they got into a, a responsibility that is not appropriate for for a person of their level of their of their on their level of maturity and their they they are in over their head most of the time. Well, definitely with its young girls. Right. Plenty of them are not. Right, right. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it applies to all cases. But I'm saying, but it, oftentimes you'll find that the person seeking to do something, they're, they're motivated by, 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 by a need that is not, definitely not wicked at its root. I think they're motivated more by desire than need. It could be. It could be. I'm sure not all of them, but yeah, it could be. I'm saying and even desire on some level is not considered evil when the person uses it the right way. So I'm saying I'm not going to say that all desire is evil. I'm saying on some on some level it's it's justified. I'm saying uh, on some level it serves a purpose. I'm not saying that in their case it does, but on some level, if a person were to um, definitely a religious person, if they find themselves uh, attracted and involved in things that they shouldn't be, it's not merely wickedness for sure not I'm saying that there, there's a basic need within them that's not being responded to whether it's a psychological need whether it's a, whether it's a physical need there, there, there's something that's actually fundamentally true in, in, 